When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether I stopped it from happening again, he knows I will take action, like we did when this last time out. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, God. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, six minutes after nine. I'm Sean, and we'll talk about our difficulties with Russia, but first... The big story. Victoria's Secret is getting rid of all the hot chicks. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Megan Rapinoe is now going to be a... Chris, did I hear that right? Megan Rapinoe is now... Not the, the lesbian... I got nothing against lesbians, okay? Don't get me wrong. A couple of them wanted to beat me up once years ago, but that was a whole different story. Never piss off a lesbian. I'm just saying Victoria's Secret now... And, and I, I'm just going to say this. I've enjoyed their catalog for years. Haven't we all? I'm sorry. Actually, it's been a few years. Well, Chris is shaking his I haven't seen a Victoria's Secret catalog in at least three weeks. I'm just saying that because, I guess, hot chicks. Attra- yeah, I said hot chicks. That's right. I offend you. I don't care. Beautiful women in underwear. Beautiful women in wonder bras, in lingerie. That's all bad now, right? That's bad. You can't have that. It's bad. Pretty women in lingerie is bad. And so they're, am I understanding this correctly? They're, they're getting rid of, like, the attractive models, and they're bringing in lesbians. They're, they're getting rid of the, I got, again, nothing against lesbians. I got nothing against lesbians in lingerie. But it's it's Victoria's Secret, man. <laughs> it's it's Victoria's. This is you're, you're seriously messing with America at this point. I mean, this is Victoria's Secret. I'm just saying, who do you want to see modeling lingerie, man? You want to see chicks with some curves? Well, maybe they're going to change the name to Victoria's Announcement. <laughs> Victoria's trans transition. Victoria's proclamation. <laughs> well, man, do you want to see Megan freaking Rapinoe in lingerie? Does even her wife want to see her in lingerie? Does she anything about her say lingerie? You know what I mean? No. You know, you know what? Megan Rapinoe. Maybe I can see her modeling for men in speed stick, but I don't. You know, I mean, I don't see. Victoria, it's nothing sacred. What is wrong with attractive women? What is wrong? Why are attractive women who are feminine, why is that suddenly a bad thing? You know what I mean? Why? And I, well, it's a social construct and what a beautiful woman is. That's true. I've known women who were hefty and they were quite attractive. It's not the point. We're talking about... Underwear models. It's lingerie, but it's underwear, right? Unless you're at a high, local high school graduation, you're not walking down the street in your freaking underwear. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't, look, it doesn't matter to me. I, I don't, you know, I, it's not a huge thing. I honestly haven't actually seen a, a Victoria's Secret catalog in about 15, 20 years. Mostly during my first marriage. Well, you know, I was bored. I'm just saying... I, it's, it's, it's lingerie. It's like, do, do I have, because here's what it is. Everything is you have to see what they tell you to see, right? Dude puts on a dress, which, again, I, I don't, I've known dudes in dresses. No, got no problem with them. I don't give a crap about their pronouns. <laughs> you don't get your own pronouns. No. Not with your old weird Uncle Sean. Uncle Sean doesn't do the pronoun thing, just so you know. Uh, but it's just, you know, if a, if a dude puts on a dress, you have to see a woman. 
you have to you have to think of them as a woman, right? All other gender stuff is bad. Even though the dude who's dressing like a woman is attempting to look like a hot woman. You know what I mean? But actual straight hot women are not good and that's bad. That's a social construct of some kind. But how much how much under how much lingerie do you think you're going to sell with Megan Rapinoe? You know, I'm just saying, some guy who works in a welding shop, you know, and he's been married for 100 years, wants to buy his wife something for Valentine's Day, you know, like something a little sexy for date night, you know what I mean? He's going to check out Megan Rapinoe in a Wonder Bra, you well, know? Maybe they're trying to get away from the, you know, skimpy lingerie and just sell more just underwear. You know? Tidy whities Is she going to be, you well, know, Victoria's Secret tidy whities They'll she... have, like, Rick and Morty <laughs> granny panties. <laughs> Just so sick of everything, man. I'm so sick of everything. Well, these are such bullcrap times. You know what I mean? These are such bullcrap times. Here's what's going to happen. All right. What? I'm going to predict this now. And I never do this. They're going to make these changes at Victoria's Secret, right? Right. Sales will plummet to <laughs> a point where the company is on the precipice of bankruptcy. <laughs> They will slowly but surely bring back the Giselles and whatnot. Of the world. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Tom Brady's wife, they'll bring her back in. Right. You know. Right. Things will slowly turn around and they can look at the, you know, the crowd that wants this to happen. Like, well, you know, we did the best. We tried. We tried. We tried to be woke, you know? but we almost went out of business. How about we just have a smattering of supermodels? <laughs> just a, a uh, just a few supermodels. Yeah. Hey, I got nothing wrong. I got nothing against Ashley Graham. She's a hefty chick, and she's gorgeous. Let's see some woke thongs. Woke thongs. <laughs> That's just wrong. I don't even want to think about what a woke thong would be. It's called wrong. It's called, a, it's called wrong. <laughs> it's called a, a woke wrong. Right. Um, you know, it's almost like a tra- anything that's attractive, n- normally attractive, is bad now. I'm waiting. Why don't they just go all the way and just, instead of even having models, just digitally insert John Merrick into the lingerie, you know, just put the elephant man in there in the lingerie and, you know, because if you see anybody attractive, that's wrong. They're just going to go and put the captions on the, my eyes are up here. (laughs) (laughs) No worries, Megan. (laughs) I'm just this woke crap. I am so sick of it. I don't, you know, I, maybe it uh, just makes some people feel less comfortable about themselves. Well, and that's well, what they're like, you know, it, man. Speaking for my, <laughs> right. And, and speaking for myself, you know, back in the day, if I was flipping through the pages of Rolling Stone magazines, say, right. And I run across a Calvin Klein ad with Mark Wahlberg there <laughs> in his tidy whities. It never made me feel uncomfortable. That's what I'm saying. I, or, that, I didn't right. think less about myself. All I thought was, Damn, that guy was going up at three in the morning to go to the gym. You're, and you're he does. right. Your <laughs> self-esteem is your responsibility. Okay, it's your. I am a 53 year old fat man. Okay, and if I yeah, Johnny Depp or or you know I used to go off on uh, the guy, the new James Bond guy because we're the same oh, age. Daniel Craig. But I don't look at Daniel Craig and go, oh, I, I'm worthless. You know, I I, I don't care. You know, and but then they'll. But then what you hear is, oh, but you know, there's more pressure on women. Well, it, then don't put the damn makeup on. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, it's everything's a choice. Everything is a freaking choice. Okay, mm-hmm. if it's important to you to be classically attractive, be classically attractive. If, if you is, think that's a bunch of jive, well, then don't. If it is your goal to be six foot three, weigh a hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> Wear underwear and giant wings and walk up and down a catwalk. Do it. That's it. Just be happy. Right? Do that thing. Whatever you want to do. You know, no, I weigh 600 pounds and I should be on that stage. You know, I mean, it's like, well, why? (laughs) No, I'm I'm not being a jerk, but I mean, it's like you you cannot have you 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 know it might i don't know why but my wife and stepdaughter are obsessed with RuPaul shows so you know there's always some drag queen on my tv set at home you know and, and these are dudes right guess what some of them look really really hot if you didn't know they were a dude you'd think they're a really hot looking woman right <laughs> so aren't they sort of uh, you know uh, reinforcing these social construct stereotypes that keep women down no, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, just be yourself, man. Just be yourself. 
I'm sick of it all. I hate everything. I just, I hate everything. <laughs> Megan Rapinoe in a, in a Victoria's Secret catalog. What the hell, man? Maybe Trey's right. Maybe it's the end times. Where are the locusts? Well, I guess we got the cicadas. Where are the frogs? <laughs> yeah, Where's we... my frog umbrella? <laughs> it must be it, man. <laughs> you frog. Well, I'm sick of it all. I'm just sick of all this bull crap. I really am, man. Uh, where am I? What time is it? What the hell? Uh, oh, by the way, the president sucks. Here's David. David, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Well, I mean, there's other there's other magazines that'll fit Megan Rapinoe. You know, You've seen them? Guides. There's, there's Subscriber. National, there's there's you know, like, there's National Geographic. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. 210-599 National Ge- Geographic. That was bad, wasn't it? 210-599-5555. Well, and just one more statement, okay? People say that, you know, we gotta get beyond these social, the social normalization of glamour and, and objectifying women. Have you been on social media lately? Alright. 210-599. <laughs> Women objectify themselves on social media every single stinking day, man. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Had a good time uh, sitting in for Jack last night. Talking to the night crowd there. It was cool. Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA, but I got home and I, I was over. Ca- I'd ca- I had to caf- recaffeinate. You know what I'm saying? Because doing mornings, you know, I caffeinate in the morning so I can wake my old ass up and do the show. And so last night I was doing the, the Riccardi show four to seven. Chris is nodding his head because he knows exactly how I am. And so I recaffeinated, did another five hour energy drink. You know, a couple of BC powders. You know, I was just I was wide awake, and so when I got home, I didn't get. I got home about seven thirty, almost eight o'clock, and I go to bed anywhere between eight and nine. I lay down between eight and nine to do the morning show, but you know, I'd recaffeinated, so I was. And so I, uh, I have, you know, you, I've, I've mentioned this over the years, but I have horrible insomnia. I don't know why. <laughs> if you, the amount of caffeine I do on a daily basis, maybe that has something to do with it, but I. I'm just telling you, it's it, we were, and I, it, I'm I'm tying this into an earlier story on where in Rima we're talking about this new Lone Star beer that's got wheat and cranberries in it, cranberry notes, notes, you know, in in Lone Star beer. But now they're starting to put everything in everything. And what I I have, you know, the Doctor Teal's because I like a hot bath. I like taking a hot bath at night. It relaxes me. I know it's a little TM, you know, some TMI here, but you know that Dr. Teal stuff, Chris, the, 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 uh, the really smelly, uh, bath stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dr. Teal, you have no, nobody knows Dr. Teal's. You know what Dr. Teal's, Don knows what Dr. Teal's. It's like aromatherapy type bath stuff, right? Some bath salts. It's bath salts. You dump it in there, a little body oil to, you know, deal with the chafe. And. <laughs> <laughs> well, the older I get, the more I'm just flaking away, man. I'm just flaking away. But now in the in the Dr. Teals, they have like basically a sleepy time bath stuff now. Oh, nice. They put freaking melatonin in bath stuff. Mm-hmm. Melatonin, which knocks your ass out. Right. And so, let's... <laughs> well, you know, besides that, there are some health benefits to melatonin. I'm sure there are because it's natural. When I when I had COVID, I I took large doses of melatonin, melatonin. to help me to, to help me recuperate and right. it, wor- it worked wonderfully yeah it, so. it'll not you know because i i so i but last night i did my usual uh shot of zequil right and i filled myself up a hot bath of dr teal's melatonin bath stuff mm-hmm. i got out of the bathtub i was like joe biden <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because I, I usually try to say good night to my wife, you know, because I go to bed so early and I forgot because I, I just laid down on the on the bed and the next thing I know it's three in the morning. Instead, you wandered <laughs> out. And, hmm? well, you wandered into the living room and said, "Hey, champ, want to have a push-up contest?" <laughs> hey, champ, a game of lift. I'm sorry, I'm a wife guy. I was drooling. 
So anyway, that's my life. Just want to put that out there. They well, put melatonin in bath stuff. Perhaps you've found something that will assist you with your sleeping issues. Well, it's just it, it's you don't realize how it's just going to... Because you've suffered from insomnia for many My years. whole life. Right. Actually, my whole life. Yeah, I started taking over-the-counter stuff when I was like 12. Maybe this <laughs> My mom used to give it to me. Woo-hoo-hoo. Maybe it was just to calm your ass down because you get tired of listening to you. It right? might have been, but yeah. so anyway, that was uh, that was my night last night. But it was it's always a pleasure to sit in for Jack. Well, maybe you found a new routine. Well, they just put Zeke. Well, they just put go all put Zequil in in the Doctor Teals. You know, put Zequil in Mister Bubble. Mr. Bubble Night. <laughs> Mr. Bubble Nighttime. There you go, man. Awesome. Put some Zequil in the Mr. Bubble there. <laughs> All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero. What do you look? Chris is giving me the most disturbed look. Just imagine you drinking the bath water. <laughs> Tastes like cranberries. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. What? Tastes like chafe. Tastes like chafe. <laughs> hey, everybody needs a little fiber. Um, two what's now that I've totally grossed the entire audience, uh, I as you get older, your skin gets drier. Okay, they, come on, man. I I I gotta moisturize. Right, as my wife said, I would just flake away. My wife is like, you white people, you just flake constantly. You're like lizards. You shed your skin. My wife would tell me that she's never had dust problems, you know, in her house. Because Hispanic people don't they don't flake. All right, you know. And then as soon as I moved in, she's like. There's dust everywhere. It's Sean. It's my husband. It's his flakes. So I try to moisturize. So when you come home, does she say, oh, you're a site for psoriasis? <laughs> so how she greets you? And, you... and so many words. <laughs> Mr. Sean, did you do a peel before you came in? <laughs> I need a chemical peel before I'm you out go the home. vacuum bags. <laughs> You could probably make a whole nother me with all the yeah, dust probably. I've left behind in my wife's you know, presence over the past few years. Right. You know, now I'm disturbed because I'm thinking you about be. how much, how much, Sean, did I inhale when I was helping you move that time? Probably a fair amount. Yeah. I'm in your lungs, man. Oh, man. Right. This explains so much. <laughs> Sean Vid 19. <laughs> I myself am a form of COVID. Rhyme of 2020. I stay away from the zoo because I go to the bat exhibit and they just start falling out of the air. Because <laughs> like, of me and my flake. They just come at you like moss <laughs> to a flame. It's like you're the power source. <laughs> I am a, I'm COVID, Sean. Right. I'm a form of COVID myself. And they were pinpointing a lab in Wuhan this entire time. It's <laughs> been it right me. here. It was me, man. What and my flakage. <laughs> All right. Two, That's, so That's why I crunch when I walk. <laughs> I'm just saying, the older I get, the more I'm just drying out, man. God, yeah. All right. <laughs> what a disturbing little show this has been so far. Lesbians in lingerie. Sean's dry skin issues. Hey, taking your calls. 210-599-5555. It is Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. 939. Boy, that was some great diplomacy yesterday, wasn't it? That was some impressive crap from our president. Man, wow. Boy, he really had Vlad over a barrel, didn't he? (laughs) Oh, God, that was painful. Just painful. I forgot I haven't really talked about it on this show because I, I went on for Jack last night and I, I'd fallen asleep during the president's uh, uh, press conference, but I heard about the list. No, don't you attack these things, Mr. Man. Don't you attack these things, you little booger, you little Russian booger. Very strange, man. So let me get this straight because I, 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 I thought I was dreaming, man. I'm like, this isn't real, right? I, you ever know, like when you're napping, you know, and you get to, I'm in my 50s now, you nap, sometimes you drift in and out of reality, and I'm not really sure if you're awake or asleep, you know what I mean? Or maybe it's just me, I don't know. But in my mind, I'm going, he didn't just say he gave him a list of things not to cyber attack, did he? Is that what he said? 
It was kind of a Neville Chamberlain moment, wasn't it? Holding up the paper. What now I told that little booger Hitler to stop doing all that unpleasant invading and whatnot. Did he give him a list of passwords not to use? Look, champ, don't use these passwords, okay? No, 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 it's all Biden 1, Biden 2, Biden 3. I have it right here that Hitler fellow is not going to do any more invading. I told him specifically what, what, what countries not to invade. I still say it. Just say, come on, man, 16 times. Come on, man, 16 times. You know, and Putin's like looking at him. Putin the whole time had this smirk on his face. You know, I was saying last night, I bet, you know, after the whole thing was over, he's sitting with his dudes, you know, and he's he's drinking a year of my salary uh, in vodka, you know, in one single glass. He's drinking, like, the most expensive freaking glass of vodka on planet stinking Earth going, and then I told them it was in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I told him America and Canada. <laughs> he told me not to look for the key to the White House under the welcome mat. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just keep thinking that's a Neville Chamberlain moment. That was his, I mean, and he acted like all confident, like he was such a badass. Then I told him not to attack these places. In fact, we're both going to put together a team of people, half of us, uh, you know, Americans, half Russians, to discuss the places I don't want him to cyber attack. Fucking <laughs> night. Is this is this a shroom flashback from the eighties? I mean, what the hell's going on here? This can't be real. I mean, it was real, you know. And then he mixes it up with that CNN chick. I, I think he got. I think Vlad just kind of owned his ass yesterday. I mean, pretty much. I, mean, I don't know how else to put it. But wouldn't it be funny though if he if, if we're thinking the worst? But wouldn't it be kind of funny if he totally outfoxed the Russian president and told him? All these places that no longer exist, you know, like don't don't try to cyber attack Three Mile Island. Don, we're we're Plattsburgh talking. Air Force we're, Base. Don't try to, don't you dare try to hack into that. We, we're talking about Joe Biden. Yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah, would yeah. St- it would still be funny if that were the case. It would be funny, but I don't think he's that clever. Well, here's the thing. What's weird? What's stupid about that whole dealio yesterday? is I think we all accept that he's not the only guy making decisions. Right. Or, you know, maybe places he just didn't like. You know, don't you dare hack Trump Plaza. Ever. Stay, hey, listen, champ, you attack Fox News, and there's going to be trouble, pal. Give you a good spanking. I'm just saying that, you know, I think we all accept that Joe's not the only guy making decisions because he's always getting in trouble with somebody, right? So this was a group decision. Okay, it would be one thing if it was one dumbass move by one dumbass. Because I think, okay, raise your hands. Do, do we all not agree that this was a dumbass, this was some dumbass diplomacy? Don't attack these places. These are off limits, man. Stupid. I mean, come on, man. I, just, I can't believe I, I'm even, that this is real. Okay, but if it was just Joe, okay, maybe you could wrap your no- wrap your noggin around it. You know what I mean? Because because he's he's there's less to him than meets the eye. Okay, he's not uh, he ain't the greatest. He ain't the deepest intellect uh, as as far as who's occupied the White House. I mean, I'm, and I'm not being a jerk. I mean, I've been following the guy since I worked in Delaware. He ain't all that deep, man. <laughs> he's just not. So you got to say, well, maybe Joe thought it was a good idea, but but it, it wasn't Joe. Just like a team of creative people and promotions people decided Megan Rapinoe needs to be the new face of Victoria's Secret, a group of advisors and administration officials made this choice. And I, when, when, it, when a group of people makes a dumbass choice, it makes it even dumbasser. Does that make sense? Is that is that a proper word, dumbasser? You know, I mean, I'm just saying it's 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 even more dumb if a whole bunch of people are determining this is a good idea. Dumber ass. Dumber ass. Maybe that's the way the proper pronunciation. Like, not one per didn't one person go, uh, Mr. President? Um, I don't think that's going to work. Uh, maybe we should rethink that. You know, there's not one of them. 
Were they all going, no, no, let's let's give them a list of things we don't want them to hit. We'll say it's off limits. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, man. What's a confederacy of dunces? You rocks, you stones, you're less than senseless things. And Putin's just, he's just loving this crap, man. I told them Canada. <laughs> I don't think we, I don't remember, the morning show is kind of a blur to me right now, but I, 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 I'm just going to ask, uh, you know, is there anybody out there that thinks this is a good idea? Anybody out there think, I mean, do you think he's doing reverse psychology and these are actually the places he wants him to hit? Because Putin would know that. <laughs> Putin don't care. He'll hit whatever the hell he wants to hit, man. Uh, anybody out there think this is a great idea? Or are you like me? You're just really embarrassed to be an American today. 210-599-5555. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, man. I love the Green Day. News Talk 550 KTSA. I just, in fact, I just uh, shared a video a friend of mine posted of Billy Joe Armstrong and his grown sons playing together. He has a, his kids, his sons are like, well, I guess he's probably about my age. Right about our, he's not a young guy. And so now he's actually playing music with his grown kids. But you know what? He's a tiny little dude. He's a t- Billy jo- he's a tiny little dude, man. And both his sons look like they tower over him. He's 49 years old. He's 49. Right. Wow. We're all getting so old. Uh, to- <laughs> yeah, that hit me hard the other day when my wife reminded we said something about somebody and my wife said you know, you have a son who's going to be 32 this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Wow, yeah, wow. How'd that happen? It's weird, you know. It's yeah. weird when all your kids are can legally go into bars. That's true. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a right. weird damn thing, isn't it? That almost did. I have one left at home. You know, I mean, that's, that's it, man. And, and I never see her. You right, know, right. She's always working or or whatever. But, right. You know, that's weird, too. The time is weird, You got weird, this big man. old house, and there's nobody in there. Right, you know? right. We're adding people. We're just going to keep Oh, is that right? Uh, okay. I'm hoping, I'm hoping my uh, stepdaughter's boyfriend moves in, you know, and then right. uh, but, you know, stepson gets a girlfriend, we'll move her in, too, right. and then they'll all yeah. start having kids, and then we'll be sure. grand. You know, we're just right. we're going to be adding people. You need to build a There's a guy walking through the cul-de-sac. I was like, hey, you want to yeah. come in here and live? Come on. Come on, man. Come in here and live. It was Man. like selling home security systems. The postal delivery person stops. <laughs> can make in. add additions to your house that look, make it look like a shoe. You'd be the old man in the shoe. I'm just, I am. I'm, I'm going to be surrounded by people. Hey, no, you know I'm what? I actually, I ordered a CD for you to listen to in your new car. Oh, and It badass. should be there today. So when the Amazon guy shows up, have him move in. Just move on in, man. Yeah. You want to live on the porch? You're going to listen to this new CD together. Come on. Drive around in the car. First, go pick up two cats and a dog. And well, I mean, we, we collect animals and people. You know, that's right. what we do at my yeah. house. We collect animals and people. But uh, thanks for the CDs, by the way. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I'm, I'm going to listen to make them. You know, we're going to be listening to my CD choices in my car on the way to Houston. It should be there today, so perhaps... Excellent. You want to listen to it on your way to Houston. Excellent. So yeah, just so you guys know, programming you know, Trey's doing the whole shebang tomorrow. Uh, I'm going. We're, we're the family units taking the trip to Houston. Uh, how do you fit them all in your car? You just told us you get 20 people living at your house, son. You... Well, we're going to put mom on the roof, and you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> You're just a horrible human being. Poor mother. <laughs> <laughs> what was that vacation? What was that? <laughs> it was vacation. <laughs> no, the Coca was the Imogene Coca, right? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening at the uh, my mom's place, don't tell her I said yeah, that. I was just right. kidding. Okay, there be, you go. You'll be banned from visiting from now Probably, on. Probably. Right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five. What the hell is wrong with? Well, we know you won't be speeding for thousands of miles. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why they, they don't have to be there tomorrow, but he's leaving today. <laughs> well, we're, we're leaving in the morning to avoid rush hour traffic. Oh, okay. We don't want to get caught up in that Houston traffic, man. What time that you leave? Sucks. Three, what is it, a three-hour ride from your Yeah, place? so we're probably around 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> get there for the night game. Well, you know, it's Houston, and I, I've i only driven there once, one time before, and that's when I took Kinky uh, out there for a gig right. at the Mucky Duck. It's real easy. And get on 10 and just keep going. You just stay on 10 and just go all the way. Right. But I know the traffic, at, you know, when rush hour kicks in, you ain't moving, man. You run, so. you run into that area where there's not a lot of traffic. Like, you get up near Seguin, uh-huh. and things just kind of quiet down. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then you get to around Katy in those places. Oh, oh man. man it's just there's certain times of day you leave, you'll get a fog half the way. <laughs> fog yeah. half I the way, into, really? I run yeah. into that as well. There is oh, like yeah. a fog bank, like Skull yeah. Island. It's got like a fog bank around it. it. It's just the essence of Houston. It, the it, essence it, of Houston. It, it stops at Lufkin somewhere. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We haven't been anywhere in a year and a half. We haven't gone anywhere um, longer than that. We really haven't gone anywhere any trips that we we you know we, we like taking little you know, overnight trips and stuff well you know it's a good choice yeah so it's we a got, nice we got, place we, to visit we got a we got a room near the we, within walking distance of the of the stadium so we're gonna go see uh the astros play and now you're gonna have to shower i'm gonna have to take a shit i'm gonna have to bathe which you know right god the sacrifices the sacrifices for my family Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. we'll talk about what a jerk hunter biden is coming up uh next hour uh, what else? Oh, guns! We'll talk about guns! Guns! At the Alamo! Uh, uh, coming up uh, next hour, your right to constitutionally carry your peace, your heater. <laughs> Wherever the hell you want to in Texas, however the hell you want to carry it, man. That old bag of mine's about to get a little heavier, man. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Um, 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. And Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The wall in Texas has officially begun. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Greg Abbott is a badass, man. A badass. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. So I think at 11 is when the signing ceremonies begin at the Alamo with uh, the governor. Uh, he's already signed the big bill uh, for constitutional carry into LAR. Uh, it goes into effect September 1st. Uh, and carry your peace, however you want to carry your peace. Open carry, concealed carry, a little bit of both. <laughs> you know, I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, and he's signing today. This is kind of the party. Ver- uh, I was talking to Dennis Foley. Dennis Foley. I was talking to Dennis Foley last night. And he said, well, this is kind of the ceremonial. This is the show, right? He's got some supporting bills that he's going to sign today. It's starting up at 11 at the Alamo. And, uh, you know, I, you think is Nuremberg going to be there? No. <laughs> The Castro boy is going to be there? Nah. Can't you hear Nuremberg talking to the governor's people, you know? Yeah, you know, wow, there's this TV show I really want to see. Uh, I I got to uh, gotta be at the gym. Uh, I'm sorry, Governor, I, I won't be able to be there at that racist Alamo. You just know the Castro brothers are clenched. They're just clenched, man. You know what I mean by clenched, right? Are those guys ever not clenched? But they're really clenched now, man. Guns at the Alamo, man. Guns at the Alamo, baby. And we're building our own stinking wall, man. (laughs) If you're a liberal puke downtown, you are hating today, man. You are hating today. Juliana and Joaquin are saying to their mom, Mom, why don't you just take a nap, Mom, and just sleep through this one? Act like, act like it's not going on. But I think it's badass. Well, I mean, how do you feel about it? We, I know we've been asking about this off and on, but how are you feeling about constitutional carry? Are, are you, are you going to change? Here, here's the thing. I don't think we're going to notice any change. I think overall, 
if people are going to do what they're going to do, going to do what they want to do, whether they're going to carry openly or they're going to continue to conceal. Most people, I suspect, if they conceal, are going to continue to conceal, right? The people who openly carry are going to continue to openly carry. And I don't think you're really going to notice much of a difference. I, I don't say, I don't believe you're going to see an uptick in crime. I would, would not be surprised if you see the opposite. They were saying this yesterday on the Riccardi show last night that, and, and I wasn't here for this, but I mean, uh, you hear Jack and, and Trey talk about this, that when the CHL thing came about, same folks were saying, oh my God, it's going to be a wild west. It's going to be the gunfight of the OK Corral all over again. Nope. Nah didn't happen uh and as i say all the time you know uh you you want to see where violence is on the increase go to the places where they've defunded the police and they have deeply restrictive gun laws that's where you see lots of gun violence not saying that we don't have gun violence here we do uh there are several reasons that might explain that but it ain't got nothing to do with constitutional carry it really doesn't. This thing in Austin, they, they were seven, 16 and 17 years old, something like that. Neither one of them was legally able to own a gun anyway. So it, it, I think it's great. I think doing it at the Alamo or you know doing the ceremonial part of it at the Alamo is, is freaking great. You know, Ron's at the gym, I imagine, you know, and avoiding the whole thing as much as possible. <laughs> After, uh, what was it, yesterday or the day before, you welcomed all these new communists to the uh, city council. God bless Clayton Perry, man. He's a snappy dresser, and and that guy can just maintain a smile. You know what I mean? You see in the pictures from the uh, swearing-in of the new city council members? They're all a bunch of weirdos, and, uh, and not the fun kind. There's Clayton, still got a smile on his face, being a gentleman. So, uh, you know, for, for the, for the, uh, for the communists that run this country right now, today sucks for them, man. Sucks for you, man. They hate Greg Abbott. They hate the governor so much, man. They hated him during the pandemic. They hate him now. Uh, what are you thinking? 210-599-5555. And then we'll talk about, you know, Hunter Biden is now an artist and we'll talk about how he feels about the color yellow. That's coming up in a few minutes. Yeah, okay. Hey, Spencer, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, how are you? I'm I'm feeling pretty skippy. Hey, I was going to talk to you about uh, Henry Graffles. Yeah? They, Does Henry know about 17, him? That 17 shoots 800 yards. A Henry rifle shoots how many yards? 800. Well, not if they duck. Eight. <laughs> it's uh, eight football fields. Right. Now I've got a, I've got a half poodle and a half pug, and he alerts me. So he's he's my dog, you know. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah, I gotta go. I have no idea what he's saying. I have no idea what the dude's saying. I couldn't figure it out. I'm so sorry. I couldn't figure out what he was saying. Chris, could you figure out what he was saying? So about a gun shoots 800 yards, and he has a but, dog. but after that, the dogs came into it, and I wasn't sure. Was it was it a Henry rifle or Henry's rifle? It was a Henry rifle. A Henry rifle, okay. Which is a fairly powerful weapon, I imagine. I 800 think. yards. 800 yards. It's quite a distance. Eight football fields, not including the end zones. But was he? <laughs> Was he shooting at his dogs with the Henry Rifle? I mean, I don't understand what the dog, the dog came into it. Is his dog named Henry? A dog named Henry can run 800 yards. What the hell am I talking about? 210-599-5555. Well, today's my Friday, baby. I'm a little stupid today. A little. A little. 210-599-5555. So Hunter Biden is... (laughs) <laughs> 24 hours, man. His artwork went from being worth half a million dollars to I'm thinking nothing today. Uh, oh, God. I'm glad I'm not him, man.
I'm so. I mean, I, I know I've been problematic. I've been kind of a hot mess throughout my life, and, and to a certain extent, I still am. But I—that's how I go to bed at night. Thank you, Jesus, for all the great blessings in my life. Thank you, Jesus, and I'm not Hunter Biden. Whoa. So, you know, and I'm the guy who actually looked at his art, you know, and I, his art's not bad. I mean, it's it ain't Matisse. It ain't it ain't worth half a mil. His name gets him gets him the half the mill for a freaking you know you know painting, it, but it's not bad stuff. He's not a bad artist. He's just a bad human being. And uh, the Daily Mail <laughs> was able to get their hands on a text message between Hunter Biden and uh, let's see who, uh, who his uh, his cousin Carolyn Biden. All right, this is his cousin. She's a female. I guess you gathered that by the name Caroline. Uh, and uh, they're texting, and she is, I guess she finds women for him. You know, my cousins th- never did that for me. But I guess that his, in the Biden clan, in the Biden world, your cousin, she's the one who gets you your women, and he's looking for some model types, you know. And it's so bad, man. And I'm just telling you what the text reads. So Carolyn, and this is from the uh, Radar Online. So Caroline asked her cousin if he preferred, quote, foreign or domestic girls. Uh, and, he, and she said, because she's an awful human being as well, I can't give you blanking Asian, sorry, I'm not doing it. To which Hunter Biden texts back, domesticated foreigner is fine, no yellow. Ooh. Oh, my God, man. And in 24 hours, the, the, the value of one of his paintings went from half a mil to, you know, maybe somebody might offer him a couple of, you know, saltine crackers. For, you know, Whoa, no yellow. That's great, man. Wow. Wow. Uh, And the story goes on to say the latest leaked messages come just one month after his father signed the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act into law in an attempt to stop the hatred and the bias against Asian Americans. Well, look, and I I, I say this and and I, you know, this will only make so much sense to you if you've ever actually been to southern Delaware. But I mean, uh, you know, it, it. it's it's racist, rednecky. It's it's all that stuff, man. It's it's uh, whoo. I think David Van Camp, uh, Mark Lee Van Camp, and Robbins coming up at eleven uh, probably said it best that they're trailer trash with money, and that's actually kind of insulting the trailer trash. I mean, but but they are they're trash. The Bidens are trashy, trashy people with a crap load of money, most of which, in my opinion, they probably procured in some corrupt manner. And they're racists, and they're weirdos. No yellow, he said. Wow. So, uh, you know, I now, see, now, though, now Hunter Biden, the Bidens are now in a, in a dicey position, right, because of this. Because if you're woke, you you got to go after Hunter Biden now, don't you? If if you're and I'm not saying that it's it's somehow unwoke to you know that if you're unwoke you want to cause harm to Asian Americans I I don't believe that at all no of course not but if you're in the woke crowd how do you deal with Hunter Biden now because like the N word thing was really I I really think that was a different kind of a thing I don't necessarily believe that that was a and I know we make these silly distinctions about the N word but he's talking to his nine hundred dollar an hour white ass lawyer and calling him the N word with the A at the end you know what I mean it's Hunter Biden trying to be cool you know it, 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 that's what that was you know are you my you know that kind of thing you know but this. This is pretty hard to get away from as far as the racial connotations of no yellow, you know. Good God, man. So uh, I hope you sold a few paintings yesterday, dude. Because <laughs> you ain't going to be selling any today, man. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm just, you know, and I just heard from Don Morgan, and I'm hearing this now. I'm uh, Some of my other uh, friends from other radio stations, <laughs> all radio people posting this, that Frank Bonner passed away yesterday. Anybody know who Frank Bonner was? He was Herb Tarlick in WKRP in Cincinnati. Right. God, I wonder how old he was. 79. 79. Uh, he played sort of the garish, obnoxious right. salesman sales, at sales WKRP. Man. and right. Such an odd character because I've never met anyone like that in radio. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a thousand Herb Tarlicks right. over the past 30 years. Yeah. I think he was like the, that character was just like this. Every salesperson that the creators of that show ever worked with, it's like a collage of yeah. all of them in one. <laughs> you know, I take a little something from this guy, a little something right. from this guy, because we've all come across somebody who has similar characteristics. Tarlickness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. A little tarlick in him, you know. But I, I, I saw that it was a Facebook post by Gary, uh, Gary Sandy, who played Andy Travis. On oh, the right, right, right. He, he had put it on Facebook that uh, Frank Bonner had passed away. And I was thinking about that character, because that, like you, that was one of my favorite shows. Oh, God, yes. Uh, very influential in my life at that oh, time. Oh, yeah. Because you know? here we are, obviously. But um, and I kept thinking about you know as I watched that show later in life and I understood you know, human behavior and especially in this business a little more. I kept waiting for Herb Tarlick to display some endearing quality, <laughs> but it never happened. It never happens. <laughs> Everybody he had no else on the show, whatsoever. Everybody else on the show had right. you know there was something about them that you know that <laughs> made them more human but see but this guy but, it just didn't happen but that in a sense brought balance to the cast yeah, exactly. you know what i mean yeah. cuz you didn't want to you didn't want to uh, uh uh you know nice him up at all right and it, it's it's such an interesting thing because our generation of broadcasters i think a lot of us got into radio because of a fake radio station yeah exactly i wanted to be johnny fever yep I am Johnny Fever. You know, I mean, that's my, that's been my life. Here's the funny thing: I started out wanting to be Venus Flytrap, and look where I am now. <laughs> Less, Less <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, it, it's just interesting how what the the influence that that had mm-hmm. on our generation of broadcasters. Right. It really, truly did have an impact. It was such a good show. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's this was uh, when I, most of us got into the uh, got into radio prior to deregulation. So we we got into radio when there were still small town, you know, single you know building radio stations like that. Right. Like the first station I worked at, WCEI, was like WKRB. It's just this, you know, everybody knew everybody. You know, we got a rel- relatively small staff. You had your, we had our Johnny Fever, we had our Les Nessman, we had our we had our Herb Tarlick. There was a certain level of nepotism and upper level management. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like you know, yeah. the GM, you know, yeah. kissed the owner's ass, you know, <laughs> left and right, you know, or it was a relative that yep. owned the, the 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 station. And I, I I'm thankful that that I was able to get that I got into I got into radio when I did. And I was able to experience that kind of radio yeah. because it's all but, all but gone now. I mean, the, I think what I love about KTSA, and I was kind of posting about this the other night, that I, I really enjoy being back in the studio because KTSA has that feel about it still in, in, a, in an era. And I've, we both worked in radio stations that were in executive buildings on you know the 11th floor. Uh, there, there, you know, there's really not a whole lot of freestanding, uh, just physically freestanding radio stations left anymore. Right. And, uh, and especially, uh, the kind of radio stations where everybody does kind of have a personal connection. You're in each other's lives. You care about each other. Yeah. That was old school radio. Right. And, and it's all but gone now, except for KTSA. Mm-hmm. I've experienced that, you know, I mean, once I left, some of the earlier stations I worked at and started working for more corporate radio where you're a number, you're here today, gone tomorrow. You know, it's, it's really all about the ratings and all about, you know, that stuff. And you live and die by that stuff. You know, that uh, coming to KTSA sort of had that, w, I hate to say WKRP feel to it, but it does. <laughs> you know, it, it really kind of does, you know, and that's, I'm thankful but, for but that. But more in that aspect, like you, the more family atmosphere, everybody kind of gets along. Yeah. And, and has their place here. Not the, you know, loose cannon, you know, 
<laughs> Mama Carlson's coming oh, down. Oh, nothing to, like that. Not, no, no, no not we don't have anything like that. that. No. No, because our bosses are all cool. <laughs> and we're not just saying that so our bosses think we think they're cool. They they really are cool. And we have real walls. We have real we walls. Have real walls, right? right. When Dennis first got here, I was like, is he going to put tape on the floor? I'm <laughs> no, kidding. No, he has his own walls. <laughs> he has his own walls. That's right. right. I'll Does remind he... him of that when I see him later. You know, you've got your own walls. <laughs> Does he know turkeys can't fly? <laughs> Hey, honey, ba- honey baby. Uh, hey, hey, honey bear. Um, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> great, great character. Great character. Uh, Herb Tarlick, WK, the, the, the magnificent WKRP in Cincinnati. Just a great show. And you'll see Howard Hessman show up every now and again still. Like, I, I saw him. She showed up on a couple of, ho- on, a, on at least one House episode, House MD. And he's still look. He's just you know a really looks, much very older version of Johnny Fever. Just some old hippie. Just some old hippie dude, yeah. man. But he showed up on uh, that '70s show as oh, a ra- as a radio guy. <laughs> of course, you know it was, it was great fun. Well, again, uh, uh, Herb Tarlick, Frank Bonner, uh, who actually did other things too. Apparently, you know he was a. He, I think he was more a television director. Did a lot of directing yeah. and producing and stuff like that. But you look at the the number of TV shows he appeared in during the '70s. Oh and God. 80s. Yeah. He was on everything. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. All right. Uh, 210. We're just a couple of old fart radio guys reminiscing on the air. <laughs> 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah, we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Is everybody having a good time? You having a good time? You having fun? Yeah, you. How about you over there? You having a good time there? Yeah, you. Ten thirty nine. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Henry Cuellar and Ken Paxton are on Fox News talking to Harris Faulk- uh, Faulkner right now about uh, about the Texas Wall because we gonna build our own wall. Uh, and we had talked about you know last week and. It be- <laughs> cracked a few people up that we you know we want to put signs on the texas wall that say get gone now like big red letters trey actually had a really great idea that we it, to fund it because we gotta you know we gotta we gotta come up with the money to build the texas wall this like, like on the highway sell advertising on the wall you know what i mean like this section brought to you by taco cabana it's margaritaville you know i mean why not? You know, well, I mean, why not? <laughs> this section brought to you by Invisible Fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you'd have, to, but the, but the, see, the thing is, the advertising would have to be on the inside, facing in towards Texas. You wouldn't want yeah. to put advertising on the other side of the wall. Oh, Taco Cabana, let's go! Why not? Just translate. Just I'm you can have yeah. some mean-spirited, ironic advertisement on the other side, though. <laughs> Taco Bell, head for the border. Oh, God. That would be bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. I figured it would be cool you have signs, you know, hole in the wall, a thousand feet that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, where there's a hole in the wall, it's a tiny hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awful. It's like, an old, it's like an old bar joke, you know, where you... you, you 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 put a hole in a napkin. So I could bet you I could poke my hole through this little hit, this little or poke my head through this little hole. Bet you a beer. Yeah. And then you just put your finger and poke yourself with the with the finger. <laughs> Never worked for me, but. <laughs> so they're talking about the wall. Uh, I don't know what's going on downtown. If they finished up uh, down there with the signing the gun bills. Yeah, I think you should ask the governor that question next time he's on the show. What do we, can we do? You advertising put messages on the, on the wall. <laughs> Go on now, get. Go on now. You know, I am going to bring that up next time he's on. He, we have him on. He might be for it. You never know. Don't tell Trey because he wants me to be serious with the governor. But, you know, I, when it comes to my turn. <laughs> yeah, but never, you never are. I never am. Because, because, <laughs> well, because, no, and I, in all fairness, Trey does a really good job of getting right. the, the serious stuff out. Right. The serious questions are the questions I would ask anyway. Right. So by the time he gets to you, I just all of your questions him, like, have been answered. You worried about Matthew McConaughey? You know, I mean, what you... yeah. go on now, get <laughs> Big neon letters. Flash, that's Texas. Big flash. I, I wish I just saw metal signs with like big neon flashing. Go on now, get. <laughs> Why not? 210 599 
you want to keep people out, okay, do some Victoria's Secrets advertising uh, on the side face in Mexico with Megan Rapinoe's face on it, you know. The new face of Victoria's Secret. No, I don't want to go there. I'm going back to Guatemala. The women are weird in America. Megan Rapinoe's the new face of Victoria's Secrets. Oh, come on, man. How many pronouns does that chick have? God. Ugh. What the hell? Maybe it is the end times. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brush up on my book of Revelation, you know. There will be strange weather patterns. Nations will war with nations. Frogs and locusts will fall from the sky. Megan Rapinoe will become the face of Victoria's Secret. And there is much wailing and the gnashing of teeth. <laughs> uh, Don Morgan made the prediction earlier that uh, Victoria's Secret's, you know, profits are just going to tank. I mean, just can't put Megan Rapinoe. Uh, Steve. Hey, oh, hey bra. Hey, bra. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Here's what'll happen. The business, Here's what'll happen. What? Business will get so bad for Victoria's Secret. The same guys that were buying all that game stock, the GameStop stock <laughs> right. earlier this year, they'll start buying Victoria's Secret stock. <laughs> It'll be real now cheap, you, man. You know things are bad when that happens. It's going to get real yeah. cheap real quick, man. Here's Steve. How you doing, Steve? Sean, I'm doing great. Thank <laughs> you for taking my call. Sure. What are you two, thinking? Two, two quick things. How, how can... A nation riddled with uh, systemic racism declared Juneteenth a national holiday. It's right? How do we? How does the system allow it to happen? I, I don't. I just don't get it. One other thing: we're not very good at the systemic I, racism thing. I mean, we're not doing a very good job of it, are we? No. Uh, the uh, the hunter the Hunter Biden story. <laughs> yeah. It sounds to me, I don't know, but it sounds to me like the Biden crime family clan is involved in human, human trafficking. I, 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 I don't know, man, around. but I mean, he's getting the cousins getting him women from somewhere. Sounds like human trafficking to me. I, I don't know if maybe the FBI or the CIA or somebody will investigate that. And I wonder if the tender hearted Wokies will have anything to say about human trafficking in the white house well and and the the race thing too i mean uh how 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 long can you shield this guy if if you are the woke crowd and you want to shield this guy you know i mean there comes a point where it's you know, actually i think we've already passed that point but see i appreciate the call you know but uh certainly he's not going to get half a mil for his paintings no yellow oh my god uh, here's Robert. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Another day in paradise, man. What are you thinking? Well, the thing is, I just wanted to let you know that Time Magazine wrote an article, and what they said is we've been telling the the, the story of the Alamo wrong uh, for 200 I, years. I did hear about that, yeah. And now it's time to correct the record. And uh, it's just that there seems to be just so much uh, misinformation, and, and uh, I think this is creating a lot of chaos. Uh, I think uh, this country is uh, embarking on a journey that will take us into a, a lot of chaos. We've already had a fair amount of chaos over the past few years, but you know, you, you start erasing history and rewriting it to serve some current agenda, and you lose track of who you are and what you learned in the past from uh, from history. And uh, you know, I, I I I really when I say that I don't know what this country is going to look like or even be like in a handful of years. I'm being absolutely serious. I don't know. We're on a bad path, man. We are on a very bad path. Uh, I appreciate the call, man. Very bad path. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. What? News Talk 550 KTSA. 
1051, getting now down to the end of the show. And it, I'm, I'm off tomorrow. We're uh, my, me and the family unit. Well, I guess it would be the family unit, and I is going to Houston to see an Astros game. So that'll be cool. So Trey will be doing the whole shebang tomorrow. And probably because we can't, Kinky is not going to be able to come on tomorrow. So I think we'll probably have him on Monday, then again on Friday. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, it's Father's Day on Sunday. Uh, wow, man, Father's Day. Um, well, like a lot of us at this age, you know, my dad passed a number of years ago in 2016, I guess it was. And, uh, you know, he was an interesting fellow, my father. In the, you know, yeah. When you reflect on your old man, you try to you try to think of, at least I do. Like, well, what was the one thing that I carried with me? You know, the one thing uh, that he taught me that, that that I carried with me throughout my life, or that was a good thing. And and I think it really was my father always encouraged intellectual curiosity. In that he was one of the most literate men, uh, purely literate men I've ever known in my life. I mean, a guy could conjugate Latin verbs. <laughs> he uh, his favorite authors were uh, uh, Henry David Thoreau uh, and uh, uh, oh uh, 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 oh I just went blank on the poet's name. He loved Robert Frost. He loved Henry, Henry David Thoreau. Uh, he loved Hemingway. He loved fishing. <laughs> But he, he, my, my old man grew up in the Depression uh, on the Paul side of town, as they say, uh, in a family that, you know, his old man had a fourth-grade education, worked in a factory his whole life in, in Decorah, Iowa. And uh, my father figured out very early that if you wanted to make something of yourself, you had to do it yourself. And if you wanted to know something about something, you went to the library and you read about it and you learned about it on your own. You have to be responsible for your own intellect and your own education. And uh, I think that's what um, um, I carried with me. He had his problems, you know, he had his demons. (laughs) I I picked up a couple of those, you know, myself. But I think that's true of of all fathers and sons to a greater or lesser extent. But he was just a really good guy. He really was. And as I told you the other day, he uh, spent the last 30 years of his life working uh, with the ARC uh, and folks with developmental disabilities, and it was a legal advocate, ran a group home, and I think that was his true calling in life, even though he came to it late after he wrapped up or, or had retired from his first career, which was uh, working for IBM. And, uh, you know, those people loved my dad. My old man, you know, again, you know, he's no angel uh, in his youth, but uh, the older he got, he, 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 he was really kind of a Santa Claus figure. He had this twinkle in his eye and a, a, a very dry sense of humor. Uh, he had, my, my old man had that kind of that sense of humor that took you a couple of beats to get, you know, and then he realized he just said something extraordinarily funny, and then he'd start laughing. He loved a good dirty joke, <laughs> which he loved to tell around my mom to embarrass her. He was a very good-looking guy, and he was charming as hell. Uh, for the, for the, ent- the length of, entirety of his life, my dad was just a charmer. Uh, in IBM, they said he could sell you the sleeves out of his vest. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why, but I remember this growing up. Waitresses at rest- restaurants loved my father. It drove my mom crazy. Every waitress, I remember, you know, my dad would just, oh, hey, Rod Reimer, how you doing? And, and my mom would just grit her teeth because, oh, hey, well, can I get you another glass of water, Mr. Reimer? You know, mom's sitting there, what about me? I mean, it was, he was just a very charming, funny, intelligent, literate guy. He could build anything. He built a house <laughs> that we lived in in the country all by himself. He was just that guy. If he needed, to, if he wanted to do something he'd never done before, he f- figured out how to do it, and he did it. And uh, I, I think that kind of intellectual self-reliance is something, and curiosity is something that I carried with me all these years, and has helped me in my own life and my own career. And one of the things that I, I remember fondly, mostly about my dad, is that he would read to me every night. And then when I started getting old enough to be able to read to my dad, I would read. We'd read a chapter of a book every single night, which is something I did with my daughter when she was young. And uh, dad would say, and he said this to the end of his life, that every day he tries to learn something new. 
every single day, he says, I try to learn something new. And so as a kid, I would ask him every day, what'd you learn today, Dad? And every day he had something. And it's something that's another thing that I try, I've tried to, to maintain in my own life. Just a marvelous guy, my old man. Just a really cool, charming, funny dude who, who loved people. In fact, my brother Kyle says that his last words were, beautiful people, beautiful people. He was just looking around the room with the nurses and my mom and everybody around him. He's just beautiful people, and that was it. So God bless you, Dad. Uh, hope the universe is treating you well. You got company up there, so it's all good. Uh, 210, well, I guess I'm down to time. We've got about a minute here. Uh, let's take one more quick call. Here's Alex. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. I'd love to hear you talk about your daddy. I'm going to give you the name of the next book or poem you're going to write. What's that? It's going to, it's going to go like this. My dad and I and Chanclas. <laughs> Chanclas. <laughs> Do you have a safe trip going to you have a safe trip going to Houston? He actually did wear flip flops a lot. I love baseball like you do. I can remember when the Detroit Tigers beat the St. Louis Cardinals and Bob Gibson, and when they beat them and won the pennant, the World Series, they let us out of school early because Mickey Lowley beat they he beat Bob Gibson the fireball throwing picture that the St. Louis Cardinals had. And have a good trip. Dude, Thank you, brother. And have a good time and eat a big hot dog over there. I will, Bye. brother. I will. I'll talk to you all Monday, man. Thank you, Alex. Rock and roll. All right. Well, we're going to roll on out of here. And uh, next week I'll start doing videos and stuff. I, I don't know why I just didn't get any done this week. Because I, I, it's a short week, and I, I, I had a short time as disease. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, uh, Don Morgan. And my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.